0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Be Still My Soul podcast, where we seek to encourage the church each day. This is Mondays with Michael, and we are on Unit 21, Session 4, Day 1 of the Gospel Project. Now, today we're going to do things a little bit different. Uh, we're going to actually use uh, the passage that we have today in order to give some background information on, uh, kind of in in preparation for the, the rest of the passages for this week. Uh, so... Today our passage is John 4, 1 through 6, uh, where we see Jesus coming down through Samaria to um, meet with the woman woman at the well, the Samaritan woman at the well. And uh, today we're going to be looking at the background, both of the place and the people that Jesus is approaching in this passage, as well as a little bit of uh, some of Jesus' other interactions with these people in the Bible. Uh, So to start with, we're going to be looking at the place, uh, which is specifically a, uh, a village called Sikhar. I, I, I'm assuming I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, but um, so it's it's a village which is near the place which uh, Jacob had actually bought um, a long time before, um, uh, rightly, shortly after he'd been reunited with his brother Esau. Uh, we can find this in Genesis 33:19. 19. Uh, the land was then promised to Joseph's sons, Manasseh and Ephraim, in Genesis forty-eight twenty-two. 22 uh, So this is when they were preparing to set out from Egypt and come back uh, to the promised land. And then lastly, this is where Joseph was actually buried when the Israelites brought his body to Canaan uh, in Joshua twenty-four thirty-two, 32 uh, Because he had requested to be brought and actually buried in the land that was promised to his people. Uh, So this has a a fairly interesting history. Uh, This was the uh, location where uh, Jacob came and settled down after uh, the whole ordeal with uh, him deceiving his father and uh, making his brother angry, coming back and meeting his brother again after a long time in exile, um, now that he was a fairly wealthy man with a family and everything. and uh, uh, So once he had settled down here, uh, it was actually at this, at this place that his daughter, uh, Dinah, was actually assaulted. And then her two brothers tricked and then killed everyone in the village nearby. Uh, so definitely not a uh, not a pretty, uh, pretty location in regards to the history of the place. And, uh, and then later on, when uh, the Assyrians conquered the northern kingdom and they took many of the Jews into exile... And then brought many foreigners into this into the land to replace them. Uh, the Jews in this area, uh, who had remained actually intermarried with these new people that were brought in, these foreigners, and uh, this mixing of the peoples created the Samaritans, who now lived in the region. Uh, and as uh, as we can see in the Old Testament, Israel was commanded not to mix with other peoples uh, because of their beliefs. Um, this was not simply because they were a different people, or different culture. It was primarily because of the the mixing of beliefs, the fact that it would draw the people of God away from God uh, with foreign idols and foreign practices um, that would then come into play if they intermarried with these other people groups. So we can see that this wasn't a hard and fast rule in regards to other people. Um, It was geared towards beliefs, as we can see with the examples of both Ruth and Rahab, Um, both of them were from other peoples, but when they professed their belief in God and joined the people of Israel, they were welcomed in, and I believe actually both of them are in the lineage of Jesus himself, which uh, shows that they were not only accepted, but became an integral part of God's plan. Uh, So uh, many of the Jews would avoid the people of Samaria at all costs they would take the long way around in order not to enter this region just because the uh, there's a lot of bad blood between them they they considered uh, the people of Samaria to be uh, having turned their backs on God having betrayed the the rest of the Jewish people with this with these intermarriages and everything and the Samaritans um, viewed themselves as still being the people of God they had their own Kind of holy site that they set up, um, kind of against Jerusalem. Uh, rather than going to the temple to worship, they they set up their own location that they could worship, uh, worship God at. And this obviously was not in accordance with what God had commanded. Um, so these people were, they were not following God's commands. They uh, uh, they were not following His laws. There was a lot going on here. But the Jews, the Jews did not like these people and did not do anything really to reach out to them either. Um, they, they just kind of avoided them at all costs. Um, in the passage, it says that Jesus had to go through Samaria. Now this would be, this isn't because like, you know, he, he had to take that route cause another different road was closed. This was, uh, this would be the spirit of the word or of the Lord working through him, uh, leading him to interact with these people. And, uh, as we'll see later on in the week with the passages that come afterwards, there was a a very specific purpose for this. And it was a chance for Jesus to reach out in ministry to these people. But in general, Jesus didn't really reach out to the Gentiles very much. Um, He primarily um, came and spoke to the Jews. There are a few examples of him reaching out and saving uh, Gentiles and, and uh, recognizing their belief. But for the most part, he came to the Jewish people And there are a couple of instances where uh, Jesus actually uh, forbids his disciples from going to the Samaritans. There's uh, one in Matthew when he is sending out um, his disciples to minister to the people. They're specifically told uh, not to go into Samaria. And uh, there's another time in Luke 9, 52 through 53 where uh, Jesus is actually going to a Samaritan village. Uh, he kind of sends word ahead that he's coming, and they send back and reject him. They tell him that they don't want anything to do with him. Um, and uh, it's actually got kind of a funny story to it. I believe it was Luke that then turned to Jesus and goes, so should we call down fire upon them and destroy them? <laughs> Which uh, Jesus was not a fan of. Um, but um, so So there are times where Jesus is either... Rejected by them, or times when he specifically tells his disciples not to go to them, and this is before the cross, before the Jews have officially rejected him and put him on the cross, and at that point, his disciples are sent out to all the nations. Um, but so this is kind of a a standout time in Jesus' ministry where he deliberately goes to a place to minister to Gentiles, um, and I think that that uh, I think that that's important that Jesus was willing to go to these people that no one else was willing to go to, that he was willing to uh, reach out to them uh, despite other instances where they reject him or uh, avoid him and where culturally he was supposed to avoid them. But uh, in this instance, uh, God led him to someone who was willing to accept him and he followed that. And as a result of that, many people will actually come back to God and to a saving knowledge of him. So um, the primary aspect of this is just to kind of set up uh, the, the background for the, the people that Jesus is going to be act- interacting with in the passages that follow throughout the rest of this week, as well as the place that it takes place in. Uh, it's not necessarily a nice place in regards to history. It's not a nice place in regards to what happened to the people there, the choices that they've made, the uh, situation that they find themselves in now. But Jesus um, specifically goes to them in an attempt to help them and uh, you never really know what will happen when you go to people and reach out to them in a way that uh, that no one else will so uh, as we kind of go about the the rest of our week I just want everyone to be thinking about uh, God may not be calling you to full-time missions work go to another country or going into uh, full-time professional missions but I just want each of you to be open to the moments this week where he leads you to reach out to those that no one else will reach out to. And you never really know what will happen. It may not be, they may not be accepting, they may reject, but it may plant a seed that may come into play later on. And so just, I pray that each and every one of us will be open to those moments where we can reach out to others that may not have another opportunity to hear his word.